Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Market Bites. I'm Sam. And I'm Josh. And we're here to break down three of the hottest financial events that happened this week, so you can keep your finger on the pulse. Whether you're on your way to work, at the gym, or wherever and whenever you have the time to get updated. So, are you ready? Let's get into it. This podcast is for information and education purposes only and should not be taken as investment advice, a personal recommendation or an offer of or solicitation to buy or sell any financial instruments. This material has been prepared without taking into account any particular investment objectives or financial situation and has not been prepared in accordance with the legal and regulatory requirements to promote independent research. Past performance is not an indication of future results. Hello, everyone. Welcome back for another episode of Market Bites. I'm joined, as usual, by Josh Gilbert, all the way out in Sydney, Australia. Josh, how are you doing? I'm good, Sam. I'm good all the way out in Sydney. How are you all the way back in London? Yeah, good. I can actually see a tiny bit of blue skies. And anyone who oh. has been in the UK has not really seen one of those for a while. We were promised a good summer and it has not delivered, uh, unfortunately. But to cheer me up, Everyone can like the YouTube video right now. You can share, subscribe. Uh, If you're on Apple uh, Podcasts, give us a rating. We'd really appreciate that. Spotify as well. To be honest, anywhere, anywhere would uh, would massively help uh, us with the algorithm and and all of that kind of thing uh, as well. But Josh, how's your your week been? Anything interesting? Yeah, going really well. Loving the Women's World Cup here in Australia at the moment. So that's, yeah. that's great. I watched the, the England ladies last night bring bring it home against uh, against China, and obviously right. Australia doing really well as well. So I think I think maybe I'm not I'm not 100 check the jaws, but I think that there could be a an England Australia clash at some point. Well, we've just finished the Ashes, haven't we? Which was an England Australia yeah. clash, which was uh, an all timer, a phenomenal series, I have to say. Uh, for for those that like cricket and even those that don't, I had mates messaging me uh, talking about it. It was a very popular uh, series. Shame about the result being a draw, but is what it is. Um, podcast today, we're going to focus on earnings again. And actually, uh, if you stay all the way to the end, I'm going to mention something about the markets that I've never seen. So there's a little bit of a teaser there. But subjects wise for us then we're going to go apple we're going to go amazon and airbnb all of the a's josh sound good sounds good yeah biggest the biggest a in the stock markets <laughs> there um yeah no three huge names there and and a couple of really nice barometers of of consumer sentiment maybe um travel spending um so yeah a little bit a little bit of everything covered across all three yeah trip away trip away um first up then the big one the biggest of them all apple uh the only one in the world with a market cap above three trillion remember uh also share price is up over 50 percent year to date and five-year returns are over 270 percent so you know, if you ever hear an Apple long-term investor complain, then you might need to check their brain because uh, there is zero reason to be unhappy uh, right now in the build-up to this report. Obviously, things can change, but ultimately, even if we saw a 10% drop, it wouldn't be the end of the world. Uh, what are 
we're going to keep an eye on what the street focusing on what could lead to that 10 percent drop what could lead to a gain josh what have you got for us yeah look huge start to the year as you say 50 percent um you know it, and i think to put that into context that is huge for a yeah. company of this yeah. size and stature and as we say tipping over three trillion dollar market cap um you know i think pretty unheard of in that time i'd love to go back to see when again we'll maybe have to de- de- delve a bit deeper into some numbers here but to have a look and to see when a, you know the biggest company on the s&p 500 has risen by more than 50 percent in a year it wouldn't be many times that's for sure um and and let, let's be honest apple you know it's the king of hardware uh, you know, it's the products are, are the best on the market and, and i don't see that changing anytime soon so you know let's let's see how how long uh how long that continues for results wise i think what we've seen recently and we've said it a couple of times on the potty is that anything but perfect results are being punished and i think this leaves no margin for error from apple in these results given that gain year to date so a couple of things i'm looking at firstly i'm looking at china it's a really key part of apple's revenue their sort of faltering economic recovery will be a bit of a worry particularly with consumers maybe not spending as much in the region we did see when we had that reopening a a big spend from consumers but there's this sort of worry of of sort of deflation and and when you have that worry of deflation then you know ultimately consumers pull back spending because they think they're going to get you know prices for for less um but i think that's an area we need to keep an eye on there may be some signs of a recovery we've got revenue consensus at 14 and a half billion and i think that may show the trough of this slowdown uh, from the region so something to keep an eye on there because as i say that's a, that's a key region the bright spot is likely to be services revenue that's one of the only segments um of the the business that is set to post revenue growth for the quarter which is pretty surprising for for apple but seasonality wise um q2 it's actually fiscal q3 for apple but it's actually a pretty weak um quarter um usually uh, from a seasonality point of view but services revenue estimates of 20.7 billion that's thanks to you know your app store your apple page your apple tv just to sort of name a few and this is the segment that i think is going to be one of those areas of the business that investors need to watch it's a powerhouse of the business and i think is going to be a huge contributor to apple's growth over the next decade yes you have your iphones and other parts of the business and we spoke a little bit about alphabet um about a week or two ago and you know how that business is sort of maturing you know you've got your advertising revenue you know that is sort of slowing down but then underneath that you've got sort of cloud growth coming through and i think again although iphone revenue is continued going to continue to to sort of keep moving because you know they always have new products and um you know you've got that upgrade cycle which is which is massive but this is a you know an area of the business that is 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 really really growing fast and um you know whether it's apple pay or apple tv you know some some great areas of the of the business there um and then outside of that as i say you've got you've got iphone um revenues as well i'm going to be looking for updates on the release of the iphone 15 anticipated in september so so next month so we should hear something this week about that and i think that should you know lift investor optimism especially for the second half of of this year Uh, as i say with those upgrade cycles that will come into full force around this sort of period as 
usually millions and millions of people that are in what they call the upgrade cycle. So it's that sort of couple of years where they haven't bought a new iPhone for a while uh, as well. Um, and look, I, I just really think that Apple just, I, I'm not sure it feels like it can be stopped. Um, let's see. I think the only, only way we sort of maybe see weakness from the stock is if we see um you know low numbers on on iphone front and services because services is going to be one of the key points i think overall market consensus is for earnings of a dollar 20 on revenue of 81 billion if we meet revenue consensus that would be the third quarter of declining revenue for apple which is you know a, a bit of a worry but when you're turning over 81 billion I'm, I'm still not sure you can worry too much but um look i think whenever apple reports whenever you know their their team talks everyone listens they've got a unique position they've they've got great perspective on consumer demand um and i think that's going to be a great insight as to to sort of what um we we can we can you know basically look at moving forward so yeah um it's going to be the the focus of earnings season in my eyes yeah apple's a beast absolute beast and if anyone wants to if anyone ever gets asked to define or describe a trending market, have a look at Apple from March to where we are now in a very, very tight upward range. It's just going up, 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 up and away. And of course, broke through the previous all-time high, which we had from December 2021 earlier this summer uh, and has gone to extend and it's trading around 195. Um, a 10% drop would take us to 175, which would actually be a really nice area technically for people to get in to buy the dip i don't think we're obviously going to drop down 10 percent anytime soon but 182 that previous all-time high would also potentially act as a floor for where buyers may look to come back into this stock but it's an absolute beast uh i mean the opportunity that people got to buy in around 130 is i mean potentially generational for a company of this size amazing uh next up for us uh and another top 10 sitting pretty happy at number five in the largest market cap list behind Apple, Microsoft, Saudi Aramco, and Alphabet. I mean, look, similar to Apple, it's also up over 50% this year. But a five-year performance is only up 46%, which shocked me. I mean, if you fast forward that or rewind a couple of years, it's obviously a lot different. Depends exactly where we are five years ago, but five years 46 percent, and i also saw this while looking at the chart yesterday if you bought amazon in may 2018 and sold in december 2022 you would have made a grand total of zero percent imagine that amazon last december was trading exactly where it was in may 2018 bonkers anyway dollar cost average for the win uh ahead of this report then uh what should we keep an eye on what will move markets similar questions josh yeah you you wouldn't think that as an investor would you over that sort of time <laughs> no, zone but then if incredible. we you know but if you again as you sort of said then if you zoom out of that five-year picture yeah. and maybe go to 10 years it, it sort of changes quite dramatically so i think it it shows that sort of um that idea as you say dollar cost averaging long-term growth but again it also just shows that that companies go through peaks and and they will go through troughs as well which is yeah. is all a part of the the cycle but in, in a similar vein as to what we mentioned with apple there amazon is a great read on the consumer and their spending habits uh, i think a you know a nice name to mention is we had starbucks earlier this week 
again, pretty good read on, on sort of discretionary spending. Are you going to continue to buy your coffee out? Um, sales missed Wall Street estimates, earnings beat. But what they did say, which which I found pretty interesting, was that they said that customers were buying more breakfast sandwiches alongside their coffee orders and adding in pricey extras like cold foam to their beverages. They were upsizing and they were doing that instead of down trading, which I, I think is pretty significant. It shows that people are willing to you know, to, to spend more money that they're, they're not just going to get a coffee. They're, they're upgrading, they're buying more when they do that. Whereas if you're feeling less confident, then then you're not going to sort of do that. But um, the, the main focus, you know, on Amazon here is, is going to be AWS, uh, which is obviously its cloud segment of the business. We saw a slowdown from Microsoft in Azure. And as I mentioned earlier, we saw solid growth from, from Google, which also had a big beat on its cloud profitability. So, Bit of a mixed bag as to what to expect, but revenue growth is expected to fall to 10%, which is a real sharp slowdown in the growth that we've seen in previous quarters, which has been well above 30%. So I think anything below 10% growth would put the stock under some pressure. And, and that was what put Microsoft under pressure was when Azure, Azure growth was slightly weaker than what the street expected. Um, so that's going to be the key focal point because you know Amazon Web Services is you know, the focal point of, of Amazon's profitability. So that's going to be really key. Online store growth is is the opposite. So we're expected to see growth come back, which is, you know, a turnaround from two previous declines. And that is expected to, to sort of pick up even more in the second half of the year. But the biggest area of growth is going to be in advertising, um, a 17% growth year over year. This is a growing segment for Amazon. Um, it's continuing to sort of build out its media content, you know, prime, um, that side of the business, again, very similar to Apple services. You know, these, you know, um, these two businesses are monetizing users very, very well at the moment um, and locking them into their ecosystems. And once you're in, you're in. Um, so those are key parts, I think. Um, another area to watch, again, we always say it, but it's going to be forecast. I think we could see some optimism in its guidance uh, for Q3. We had a record prime day. Um, and, and I think, you know, we, we spoke about it with, you know, Meta, uh, we spoke about it with Microsoft. I think we're seeing, you know, that the bottom of this slowdown in spending from enterprises, um, you know, whether that's on cloud or advertising. And I think that should bring some positivity into its forecast. Then also we've got AI. I think Amazon is still in the midst of sort of figuring out what its AI strategy is. So I would keep an ear out for any mentions of, of AI because, as we know, it's a it's a buzzword on the street at the moment, and it, it certainly has the potential to to sort of drive stocks higher. Bottom line, analysts like it. Um, Bloomberg has sixty four ratings on the stock. Sixty of those are buy ratings. Three of those are holds, and only one is a sell. Um, so the average price target from those analysts is one hundred and fifty bucks, which signals a further thirteen percent upside from current levels. So again, may not have had some solid growth over the last sort of five years or so, but analysts thinks that, you know, they're going to be able to turn that around and, and we've got some upside in store. Well, we'll have to wait and see on that, won't we? I mean, another one where you just rewind to the beginning of 2023 and look, I appreciate in a bull market, everyone's a genius. There's, I saw a Absolutely. really funny post yesterday. It's like, chill out, you're not a genius. It's a bull market. Um, but anyway, <laughs> Amazon at, at the beginning of 2023 was trading at 81.41, which was the lower 2020 to the tick. 
And sometimes you just get these opportunities and you have to bite the bullet. And I tweeted yesterday, Disney is at a very, very historical low level. And it, I asked, is anyone going to have it? And the reason because is when you're at these such low levels and everyone says the stock is dead, that's sometimes when you need to start accumulating. Not saying Disney mm. is that one or Amazon was that one, but you know, potentially these are the stocks that could be. But yeah, very interesting uh way it's traded, trading roughly around 135 on 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 last week's close. That's a very important resistance level, as would be 150, as you mentioned there. So where we close the week will be key. Uh, a poor report, I can see us trip, um, drifting down to triple one, 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 which would be an area where I think, again, people would look to to buy the dip uh, here. It's quite interesting you mentioned about Starbucks and the extra orders. I mean, I was in uh, Las Vegas a couple of weeks ago now and would get a Starbucks every morning. The queue, if you went later than 7 a.m., you were queuing for half an hour for a Starbucks. It was incredible. Uh, and everyone was getting extras. Yes, you know, when in Vegas, all of that. But it was remarkable just to see how busy Starbucks was. Um, and also, I saw a report last night. Um, 60% of millennials and Gen Z said they would prefer to spend money on life experiences now than save for retirement, according to Bloomberg. Uh, as with any stats, 60% could be six of 10 people, couldn't it? Um, but uh, So we have to see the numbers. But I thought that was quite interesting in that people are just thinking, you know what, let me just spend now. It made me feel old because I'm like, no, I, I want to I want to put my money, I want to invest my money. <laughs> I want to yeah, put it yeah. to something. But I thought that was quite interesting. And uh, yeah, the, the American consumer lives on strongly, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Last up for us is Airbnb. And and look, to be honest, I mean, we could have done Starbucks. We could have done a number of different stocks that are reporting this week. But this one really interests me. Uh, it's a stock that clearly divides opinion online. And there are an awful lot of people on Fintwit that pronounced this stock dead uh, months ago. Uh, and, you know, look, they may eventually be right. But I saw the exact same thing with Meta uh, last year. All-time share price performance for Airbnb since that IPO is down 14%. One-year performance, 365-day uh, performance is up 40%. Year-to-date is up 81%. So it's a tricky one for investors uh, who didn't buy dips. But let's talk about this earnings report. Uh, what are the street looking for? Yeah, so we, we spoke a little bit at the start about barometers, and mm. we've had a couple of those already um, in Marriott and Hilton. So two names that I think have give us a nice idea of of the sort of the travel industry. Again, a little bit different to, to Airbnb, but but a good understanding. Both have beaten forecasts. Hilton lifted its four-year outlook, citing strong travel demand, and earnings were up 26%. So going in, I think there's going to be a fair bit of positivity from investors. Um we had some weakness last quarter. Um, so I think looking on the surface of this, it's, it's going to be, you know, a bit of a bit, a bit mixed because we had some weakness last quarter when those names still did well. Um, but going in, you, you've had some pretty big numbers there. Um, earnings set to jump 36%, revenue up 15%, whilst gross bookings for the quarter are set to rise 10% uh, from the year ago period. Um, but as I say, missed consensus on, on nights, uh, in, in Q1, um, which did put the stock under some pressure. But I think for me, travel is in this real sweet spot right now where we've got, you know, real high demand uh, and just, you know, limited supply, even when it comes to the, you know, the airline industry, you know, we've got a limited number of 
of of planes um you know airliners are reporting some of the you know record profits that they've ever had Qantas here in Australia seeing some huge numbers set to report their full year earnings within the next sort of month or so and as I say we're seeing that in those results that you get from sort of Marriott and, and Hilton and I think that we're going to see continued momentum for travel um, and I think that should help boost, you know, nights and experiences books that should help those average daily rates, um, you know, moving forward as well. And I think that would have helped in in the quarter because people want to travel again. They were stuck inside for such a long period of time. And I think it's an essential that people aren't willing to sort of give up on just as it is a, a coffee with your, your whipped cream at Starbucks in the morning. <laughs> um, and, you know, I think They've got lots of strong demand in in North America, but that should also be you know very well supported in the quarter by a big pickup in revenue from Asia Pacific. You know we're we're seeing that longer distance travel, that cross border travel picking back up again. We're seeing obviously basically no restrictions now um, globally, uh, and and I think that's going to have a big benefit for Airbnb, especially for people um, that are wanting you know, you know, alternative, you know, accommodation offerings. They don't want to just sort of stay in a, in a, in a hotel. And, and sometimes it works out cheaper if you stay in something like an Airbnb, because you have the ability to, to sort of cook for yourself and you can park a car, uh, you know, little things like that. There's a lot of benefits to it as well. But I think, as I say, they're going to continue to attract new travelers. I think they're going to continue to drive booking to its platform. And I think for the quarter, um, uh, you know, unless there is, you know, something um, that is below, you know, the street's guidance, uh, you know, I think it should be a pretty decent result all in all, given what we've seen from the broader sort of travel industry um, over the last sort of few months as well. Uh, Another thing to keep an eye on with Airbnb's results, they have reduced their headcount. It is the year of efficiency. They are improving operating costs as well, which bodes well for uh, profitability in the quarter, which they have been sort of focusing on. They have been looking to drive uh, and obviously will bode well for future results as well. And I couldn't go past without talking about it. AI, it's got its fingers in the pie. They're a little bit um that may see some conversation we may see a conversation about a bit of extra spending in in ai to develop tools for for users booking travel making it easier you know i feel that you know airbnb is is you know a a pretty innovative company it's maybe at the forefront of you know the travel industry what is changing they can they can sort of bring in something to a pretty traditional industry you know it doesn't change a lot does it you know if we think about when we went on a holiday many, many years ago with our parents to when we now travel hasn't really changed a lot. But if we think about, you know, what has changed in that time, there's a lot of things. So I think there is changes that can be made for the better in the travel industry. Um, and maybe AI can can hold the, hold the key to that. And I think if if Airbnb can can master that, then, you know, there could be some, some real positivity there. Yeah, one to watch. It's going to be a really interesting week, to be honest. You know, you've got another really busy one on the cards and we're as of recording not even halfway through it um that the, the thing that i wanted to bring up which i haven't seen in all my years of trading and i was speaking to people this morning who have got uh 18 years so what am i let's just say nine ten they've got another eight years on that and they've never seen it either um and it's not a down tick in the s p it's uh the us api crude oil inventories come out as people will know, that trade oil every Tuesday evening, UK time at 
it's like the precursor for the the department of energy oil release which is every wednesday at 3 30 uk time uh, again uh, it's a lot uh, a slight smaller in reaction uh, but usually you know kind of what happens is if the api inventory on tuesday signals a draw or a build on wednesday it sort of confirms that there's a loose correlation much like the adp number and then non-farm payrolls number anyway uh, this API number last night uh, showed a draw of minus 15.4 million against the forecast minus 0.9, which is insane. This is the largest draw that I've seen ever uh, and people have seen in 18 years. So if if you're lucky enough to listen to this before Wednesday, 3.30, go check oil out, obviously, on the demo account. Or if you're an experienced trader, you'll know anyway. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Um, the... The, the point that I want to make for retail traders that are listening before, you're likely what you're going to see is actually, you know, at 9.30 last night, oil price went higher as it absolutely should have. But it's going to attract a lot of attention of retail traders who will buy in off of that. And then the big players will probably fade it and market could easily move lower. So I'd be a little bit careful about even wanting to get involved in this. Um, and especially early on in the morning, you know, wait for that inventory release at 3.30 if you trade oil if not watch it it's gonna be very very interesting to see do we confirm this uh, and if we do confirm this you have to imagine that oil was off to the races and then what does that lead to higher inflation um so it could be a very interesting story developing later on today uh, if you've made it this far and you haven't liked shared or subscribed you've got to ask yourself what you're doing um and we would really appreciate it uh so please do do that uh next week josh will be back of course and we can have some news potentially on a little fantasy football league which we'll keep uh our, our listeners um updated on but josh thank you very much for this week yeah, it was a pleasure sam it was a pleasure and, and for those that do remember uh sam had to wear a liverpool shirt uh one season ago so maybe we'll we'll wager that back in again sam yes um we didn't track it last year it, i i can't remember who won i didn't i didn't look i wonder if we, no, we didn't have we a uh, can't now we didn't have a little um a little bet on we it missed we? it we missed but we'll it, do but it this year. year certainly absolutely yeah and if anyone's got any prizes they want to donate feel free to do that um and we'll yes we'll be able to sort some out ourselves so yeah send us a message Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever. If you've got something you want to put towards the the prize list, let's get something going. Uh, be be good. Uh, but yeah, until then, au revoir. See you guys next time. Take Bye-bye. care, everyone. You have been listening to Digest and Invest by eToro. For more information, use eToro.com.